All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll free, let me give you our number. It's 800-941-SEAN if you'd like to be a part of the program. Democrats now, four indictments, uh, arraignments, now a mugshot, not enough. So they are now looking to argue the 14th Amendment to our Constitution is the, is the way to get rid of Donald Trump and make him ineligible to run. Only he's not even been never mind convicted. He's not even being charged with with what what they are accusing him of here that would render him um in this case not qualified to be to be president. We're talking about the 14th amendment to the United States Constitution, section 3. It's not complicated. You don't have to be a brain surgeon to understand it. And, you know, sedition and insurrection, they, just because they use those words doesn't mean that it is legitimate on their part. And it would be, and Jay Sekulow will join us from the legal point of view, you know, just because Adam Schiff says that it's, you know, fits Donald Trump to a T doesn't mean a darn thing. doesn't mean one thing. He's been convicted of nothing. Unbelievable. But that this this is how lawless they have now gotten in what is now a complete obsession to remove Donald Trump, to prevent him from winning. I mean, if you follow the media, it's, it's really a fascinating time because they are just they're flabbergasted. George Stephanopoulos, media Democrats, they, they're just waking up to the fact that many recent polls on the 2024 general election show that Donald Trump is either tied with or defeating Joe Biden and Stephanopoulos confessing yesterday on his uh, or the day before on this week that he was in a state of shock over Saturday's Wall Street Journal poll showing that Trump's leading Biden by one point. It's kind of shocking in a way that despite all of the baggage that Donald Trump carries, he's tied with Joe Biden right now. Well, what about the damage? What about the baggage that Joe's carrying on? Like never showing up for work. He's been out of work. He's been on vacation 384 days up until this point as president. You know, his comments about East Palestine were just remarkable over the weekend. Well, I've not had the occasion to go to East Palestine. Well, it's been 200, a whopping 215 days since the East Palestine derailment. And you thought it was bad that he took so long to get to Maui and how heartless it was on that. We'll get to more of that in a second here. But anyway, Wall Street Journal shows the presidential race, you know, a tie and one with Trump leading. Um, Anyway, in about every report, the journal points out that uh, if the race includes Cornell West or a third party candidate in that race, Trump would defeat Biden. You know, who knows at this point? I think it's too early. You know, what impact will these trials even take place next year? Because I don't think they should. At that point, it becomes and this is a good argument that Trump's been making. You know, and you look at the issues involving, you know, the New York case or, you know, that goes back six years or the D.C. case, which goes back two and a half. No, two years and like eight, nine months now. And you go back to the Mar-a-Lago case. That, that was at the end of the Trump administration. Uh, or the double standard with Hillary, top secret classified documents on our servers, deleted information, subpoenaed emails on, you know, other servers, bleach bit, the whole bit. Nothing happens. No raids. Joe Biden, four separate locations, top secret classified documents. 
So now they're going to put all these trials, so they would like, in the middle of an election year. Originally wanting to start the D.C. case on January 2nd, leading into the Iowa caucuses. And then both Georgia and now D.C. want to start their trials on March the 4th of 2024. Okay, the next day would be called Super Tuesday. That would be a pretty important date on your political calendar in case you're interested. So it's getting pretty interesting. New York Times warning that Biden's support with minority voters is plunging. We'll get into more of these details as the uh, program unfolds today. But there's a lot to get to. I will say this. How is it possible that this man has been on vacation and is still as checked out as he is 384 days? That is over a year of two and a half years in office that he's on vacation as president. But he doesn't he had not had the occasion to go to East Palestine, Ohio, yet promising to do so back in March I've not had the occasion to go to East Palestine. There's a lot going on here, and I just have not been able to break. I was thinking that I'd, I'd go to East Palestine this week, but I was reminded that I've, I've got to go literally around the world. I'm going from Washington to India to Vietnam, et cetera, et cetera. You know, so whatever happened to the train derailment? Thousands of residents forced to evacuate their homes. These train cars spill toxic chemicals Emergency response teams, you know, decide to release and burn the material to prevent the tank cars from exploding. I'm not saying they made the right or wrong decision here. I'm just saying, you know, it, it wasn't an easy one, but it doesn't negate the fact that everybody's lost their home and their home values are being devastated. J.D. Vance was on with me last week. He said they're frustrated. They're frustrated with the pace of the cleanup, he said. And, of course, we're dealing with the economic devastation declining home values, small businesses shutting down for the next five years. There's a lot, you know, of worry and frustration. Yeah, we have abandoned them. But he's, it's okay. But he's complaining that he can't go on vacation, just like he goes to Maui after saying, well, I don't want to get in the way. Joe, there was nothing to get in the way of. The devastation was that bad. I have any comment? No comment. He's on vacation. He doesn't have a comment. He shows up weeks later and people are taken to the streets and go home. We don't even want you here at this point. Never mind on top of all the lies that Joe tells. Even now, you know, it's just, it, the, the Washington Post and the New York Times reluctantly having to fact check this guy in this idiotic comment that he made, you know, talking about his 2004 kitchen fire, you know, while speaking to Maui wildfire survivors. It was a kitchen fire. It was extinguished with, within, according to reports, within 20 minutes it was contained to the kitchen of his home. It's not an uncommon story. It's not a major life-threatening to your cat, Corvette, and wife moment, the way he describes it. And he's told the story, the lie, again and again. So they got this fact-checker who needs to be fact-checked regularly himself because he's wrong all the time, Glenn Kessler. He didn't even have the courage, by the way, to give the usual Pinocchios that he gives, you know, everybody else. No, but think about this. He'd lied, you know, to a vulnerable audience talking about himself. And then, you know, it turns out that the story is not even true. Remember, he told the, the tall tale about his buddy, his pal on Amtrak, the conductor who claimed to have congratulated him on having traveled more than two million miles on the railroad, you know, exceeding the 1.2 miles traveled on Air Force planes as vice president as of 2016. Yeah, that conductor retired in 1993, died two years before Biden even reached the milestone. 
in the air. And other tales, you know, that he goes out there and tell that, you know, he saw him and his father saw two men kissing each other in public when he was a teenager, that he was arrested for trying to see Nelson Mandela in South Africa, how as VP, he arranged for his uncle to be presented a purple heart that he was owed and never received, except the uncle had died in 1999, long before he was ever vice president. What was the tale he told, you know, last week? He's telling other stories. Just one thing after another. This guy just lies through his teeth, but don't expect, you know, for example, over the New York Times, the now retired executive executive once called the term lie should only be used judiciously because it has such a powerful meaning. And yet, except the Times never hesitated to call Donald Trump a liar and still they're still doing it to this day. It's unreal. It's just it's not a joke. He was raised in a Puerto Rican community. No, he wasn't. Unreal. But whatever. That's that's the media mob. That's that's their biggest campaign contributor of all this. It's insanity. Absolute insanity. Anyway, I got uh, Karine Jean-Pierre asked about this. Let's play it. Just one more. The president sure. said over the long weekend that he hasn't had the occasion to go to East Palestine. I just haven't been able to break. The derailment was on February 3rd. President Biden has not had a break since February 3rd. The president will go to East Palestine. He promised that he would, and he will. Uh, you saw him. On, uh, so he was not on a break when he was in Lake Tahoe? I will say this again. The president is going to go to East Palestine, as he has said that he is committed to do. You saw him just this Saturday visit uh, a rural area, right, that was uh, devastated. Some parts were devastated by uh, Hurricane Idalia, and he was there with the First Lady. They were able to hear directly from the American people, and he was able to talk about what is it that they need. What is it? What else do they need from the federal government? So the president is going to go to East Palestine. I don't have a time or, or date to announce at this time, but he will go. Oh, we don't have a time or date. Seven months after, 215 days of vacation. Uh, but I've not had an occasion, had the occasion to go. It's just full of crap. I mean, you know, he was out there this weekend saying he wasn't on vacation this weekend, even though there's pictures of him on the beach in Delaware from this weekend. Uh, I can't go home. I can't go home, he's telling people. what th- This guy is so checked out. He was not, I'm not on vacation. I have no home to go to for the time being, telling reporters after leaving St. Edmund's Roman Catholic Church. Anyway, he said this unprompted, revealing that his weekend trip was not a vacation. The president, who has two homes in Delaware, lives at the White House, but spends most of his weekends in the first state. And he spent most of the summer on vacation. So just, you know, give us, you know, give us all a break here. His image after image of him sitting on a beach in Delaware. The, the image I like the most is he's having a hard time. He's struggling, dragging his, his single-seat beach chair. It's not like one of the big beach chairs you actually lay out on. It's just one you put your you know backside in and just plop down. And by the way, will somebody give this man a long sleeve shirt? Because it, it, it's not a pretty sight to see. It is not. 
Uh, we now have learned more about the Biden family syndicate we're going to get into here today. Top Biden DOJ lawyer apparently huddled with Hunter Biden's legal team after pumping the attorney for IRS whistleblowers. That was just prior to the testimony of Gary Shapley. We'll give you those details. The Biden White House is claiming executive privilege in a bid to keep Joe's pseudonym emails to Hunter Biden under wraps. That would be called the cover up in any other place. But, you know, all the other damning emails that the media mob refuses to cover. We'll hit it all. Anyway, uh, by the way, not a lot of good news on the immigration front. Uh, to start off with, border securities now have flagged 75,000 of Biden's illegal immigrants as potential national security threats. I've been warning about this. When something happens, don't be shocked. How did this happen? Uh, we're telling you how it happens. Because that means that people that don't have our best interest are being aided, abetted into the country with no background checks, all with the, you know, 80, all with the support of your president. One of Biden's illegal immigrants who was freed after July arrest committed a new assault against the cop and about six other crimes in between. But don't worry, Karine Jean-Pierre is saying that Joe Biden has done more to secure the border than anybody else. We've got the tape later to prove it. 800-941-SHAWN, our number. Anyway, it's great to be back. Hope you all had a, a nice long weekend. Uh, listen, you look at your cell phone. You have to take your charger everywhere because you have a short charge life. It's getting old. Maybe a cracked screen. You're getting those glass splinters. That can hurt. Anyway, probably time to put the old phone to rest. You can upgrade now and get a brand new 5G Samsung Galaxy from our friends at Pure Talk. Absolutely free. The 5G Samsung Galaxy. They have two-day battery life, edge-to-edge -edge display, ultra-strong glass, and it's all yours for free when you sign up for Pure Talks, unlimited talk, unlimited text, 15 gig data plan. It's only 35 bucks a month with mobile hotspot. All the data you will ever need at half the price of the big carriers, AT&T, Verizon and T-Mobile. And don't forget, they use this same exact dependable 5G network, the same cell towers, average family saving close to $1,000 a year. And right now, just dial pound 250, say the keyword, save now. And by signing up, you get your free, super durable 5G Samsung Galaxy just by switching to Pure Talk. Pound 250, keywords, save now from Pure Talk, simply smarter wireless.